0: Welcome to the Theory to Action podcast, where we examine the timeless treasures of wisdom from the great books in less time to help you take action immediately and ultimately to create and lead a flourishing life. Now, here's your host, David Kaiser. Hello, I am David and welcome back to this special bonus Mojo Leadership Minute. If character describes how an individual thinks and acts, then the culture of an organization describes the character of a group of people and how they think and act as a collective. A company of strong character will have a culture that promotes treating all people well, not just the ones who pay them or earn them money in the moment. In a culture of strong character, the people inside the company feel protected by their leaders and feel that their colleagues have their backs. In a company of weak character, the people will feel, will feel that any protection they have comes primarily from their own ability to manage the politics, promote their own successes, and watch their own backs. Though some are lucky enough to have a colleague or two to help. Just as our character defines our value to our friends, so too does the culture of a company define its value to those who know it. Performance can go up and down. The strength of a culture is the only thing we can truly rely on. And that is a long quote from Leaders Eat Last, Why Some Teams Pull Together and Others Don't, from Simon Sinek. And we're releasing this book review this weekend in the members area of the Mojo Academy, Leaders Eat Last. It's number 28 as we build out our Mojo Academy library. (coughs) Excuse me. And I thought you would love this quote. From this book and this bonus episode, because Cynic offers us two great examples of how character influences culture, especially in a company, and more importantly, how a corporate culture affects character. Now, let me share both stories from the book to illustrate this better. In this particular chapter, Simon looks at the great investment bank Goldman Sachs and how its culture in the late 1990s could predict its eventual downfall. In the 1970s, the bank enjoyed incredible prestige and was always seen as, quote, doing the right thing for the client. To work at Goldman was the gold standard. And as Susan McGee, the author of the book Chasing Goldman Sachs, put it, If an IPO was underwritten by Goldman Sachs, that was akin to the good housekeeping seal of approval. They produced immense trust among their clients throughout the banking world, virtually with every financial move they made. They could do no wrong until the 1990s. And what changed? The leadership slowly changed the culture. No longer did they regard each employee as to whether they were a good fit for the Sachs culture. Other decisions to move away from their current culture to make a quick profit damaged their credibility among their clients. This all culminated with Goldman's role in the mortgage-backed securities crisis in 2010. receiving a government bailout and then discovering just months before in 2010 that the executive leadership had handed out massive bonuses to their top executives. Complete corruption. And as expected, it was no longer the most trusted firm on Wall Street. So it speaks volumes that a company's culture matters a lot. Here's a quote back to the book, Leaders Eat Last. Sinek says, And when culture changes from a place where people love to work into a place where they go to work simply to take something for themselves, the finger gets pointed at the people who run the company. People will respond to an environment, environment in which they operate. It is the leaders who decide what kind of environment they want to build. Will they build an inner circle around them or will they build an inner circle around those closest to them or will they extend that circle of safety to the outer edges of the organization? And this circle of safety we dig into in the Mojo Academy review. It's part of cynics. Great book. So that's one story. Story. One example of how a corporate culture can go downhill. Cynic compares this to the great culture at the Taj Mahal Palace Hotel. And in November of 2008, terrorists with automatic weapons attacked the Taj Mahal Palace Hotel. And other sites throughout Mumbai, uh, India. Killed over 160 people. Absolute tragic. Simon says, what makes the story of the Taj extraordinary, however, is that its employees risked their lives to save their guest. There are stories of telephone operators who, after having made it out safely, went back into the hotel to call guests to help them get out. Other stories of kitchen staff forming a human shield to protect their guests as they tried to escape the carnage of the 31 people who died at the hotel that day, nearly half of them were staff members, Just incredible courage. Just unbelievable that half of the hotel staff died defending their guests. And trying to understand this company's culture, a Harvard business professor researched all aspects of the company. And he finally came to the conclusion that it was their culture that allowed the Taj Hotel employees to do the right thing when it mattered and to attempt to save their hotel guest. In the book, when describing the Taj's hotel hiring practice, Simon says, at the Taj Grades and pedigree play less of a role in how they select their people. They've learned that graduates from second-tier business schools, for example, often treat others better than those from top-tier business schools, and so they prefer to hire from the second tier. Respect and empathy are valued over talent, skill, and motivation for personal advancement. Once hired, the staff's inclinations are reinforced and encouraged. Encouraged. Which in turn builds a strong culture in which people can be trusted to improvise rather than to do things by the book. The Taj knows its people will, quote, do the right thing, not the thing that's right for them. So goes the culture, so goes the people, unquote. And it's worth repeating That last statement, so goes the culture, so goes the people. The Taj knows it's people will do the right thing, not the thing that's right for them. How powerful. So in today's Mojo Minute, let us understand the culture of a corporation or a company where a small business can affect your own character and what values and ethics We all stand for let us be mindful to not corrupt ourselves. If we work in a bad environment or a bad corporate culture, and if we're blessed to work in a great corporate culture, let us have gratitude and let us celebrate that wonderful blessing. And as an aside, we'll talk more about culture and later mojo minute episodes because it's a very important topic that we have to cover, especially in our current culture. And finally, in the end, let us resolve to improve our own character no matter where we find ourselves in our work-life environment. For we know, at our core, a good character will always compel us to do the right thing, not the convenient thing. And a good character puts us on the road